Hello, 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 beautiful people. And we are back with another episode of Honey, It's Yours. Boop, boop, boop. So, uh-huh. I'm Danae. I'm Sarah. I'm Ashley. And I'm Brianna. We could never be serious a day in our lives. Um, I try. Yeah, we're back. We're back. We're back. <laughs> so, as you can see, um, our setup is a little different today, and that's fine. It's, you're still gonna get the episode. It's still gonna be great, and you still need to watch it. So, make sure you do all the. Come on, who says it? The like, comment. Go like, ahead. Whoever says that. Comment. Subscribe. All the notification bell. Um, DM. All Respond to the Comment again. Sarah like Trish. Anyway. Don't Trish Sarah like Trish. Right. Wow. So today we're talking about. I don't know. What to, I guess I don't like calling it boundaries because I feel like it sounds so rough. But I think that's also part of the problem. Like having a somewhat negative connotation with the word boundaries, but because boundaries mm-hmm. are great. But we're talking about boundaries today, um, and. I guess because in my head, this always makes the most sense. I pretty much came up with this topic because I felt like I had a little dilemma or just being at this point in our life where we're trying to figure out how to navigate multiple relationships or just all our relationships as we continue to grow as individuals. Like the idea of having like older legacy friendships that may be like middle school, high school, maybe even college that you don't talk to. And like if y'all didn't know each other like there's nothing going on in your life right now that that would be keeping you connected how to navigate those situations and just like how to like continue to set boundaries or learn when like learn when is it being selfish versus setting boundaries versus taking care of yourself how to go about that entire like process and yeah like what do we do as we're 20 something year olds trying to get our lives together I guess first you can like define what our legacy and old friendships like to each of us. Wait, wait, before we even do that, what what is what does it mean when we say boundaries? What is the definition? How are we using what context? Yeah. I can give a definition of boundaries because you know, not the Webster, but Ashley's dictionary would be like when you draw a line. It could be a soft line, it could be a dotted line, it could be a side line, it could be a thick line, it could be one of those, um, you know, when you go on XL. Three point weight. <laughs> and you and you go down to line style and you make sure it's a or it's a dollar uh, that's a dollar line. Double line. <laughs> nah, I'm scared of you. What my mind is scared of you. Dollar, dollar bills. <laughs> that is to me is what a boundary is it's something you set it could be i think i think like what Denise said like sometimes we think of boundaries in a negative connotation but it's actually something that we sometimes set without even knowing um even for me the way you carry yourself sets boundaries that people won't even try to cross because they already know okay I can't talk to Sarah like that because she wouldn't even talk to me like that. Or I can't play with Rianne like that because she don't even make those type of jokes. So why would I even try to make those type of jokes to her? Or yeah. So I think that is what a boundary is. I don't even think that's a definition, but a line. I that get it though. Definition for me. Ashley's dictionary. It creates a oh, nice Ashley's visual. Joke. Is that creating? 
That's the only thing with Zoom. It's a lot of like talking over each other. But I was saying, I think for the first time, I actually don't disagree with your definition. And actually, Oxford Dictionaries calls boundaries a line that, well, it's like in terms of a, it says like that marks the limit of an area. Um, and then another definition is a limit of a subject or sphere of activity. So you did great on, today defining, defining boundaries. That'd be the first episode where, <laughs> where actually didn't they agree on the definition? <laughs> Yo, like, <laughs> where we hate each other in real life. So I guess, what, what were you asking? Um, Legacy friendships? I would yeah. say for me, like, yeah, so I think my definition of a legacy friendship is like a person that you've known for a long period of time probably wasn't, and this this is not like set in stone, but it probably wasn't like necessarily an intentional not relationship or like um, at so that point in your I life, you didn't realize it was intentional, right? What happened? What's going on? Oh, sorry. So like... Yeah, what was I saying? Yeah, like a probably a long-term friendship that you probably developed when you were younger, like not even in a space to really like internalize and know what it was to be like actively like participating in developing and curating relationships in your life, at least not in a way that you could kind of define it. And it's probably a friendship that, at least for me sometimes, I feel like the way I kind of define legacy friendships are friendships that currently don't serve real purposes to me, in my opinion, where I am now. Like legacy friends are friends that I like if I acknowledge you like oh we used to go to this together or like we used to be best friends and we have this whole history but in terms of if I have to think about the last year or so have it has it really shown up like do I just tell you happy birthday or do we actually like are we actually active in each other's lives and whatever our definition of active is so is it uh inactive friendship or that just like you guys are growing apart you guys don't speak as much anymore or is it like a friendship that you have stopped being intentional intentional about like this we're not friends anymore because for me when I think of legacy I think of it like the in the technical sense of like when you have like a, a legacy program and you're piloting a new one so you throw this old one away in some archive box versus the non-technical where it's like oh, we still have that app somewhere on the phone. Like, it's someone that we know if we were to call each other, you're still going to answer, but we're not talking at, like, uh, we to, or, like, it's just, like, oh, we used to go to high, like, falls, together. I think it falls closer to the non-technical side, but still not even completely accurate in that, right? Like, I, I like, yes, the app is still on the phone somewhere. It's, like, when your phone tells you, like, oh, you haven't used these apps in how many days, right? But, but not necessarily even the if I call you, you'll answer. Like, maybe, like, that could be the case, but it could also just be, like, no, like, we all just went to high school together and, like, we don't really talk, but, like, we all still tell each other happy birthday. Mm. But then, it's like, the I, like, that's followers. more so where... Huh? The ghost followers. Yeah, it's almost like the people that you should just be friends with on Instagram if you choose to have them on Instagram. Instagram but, Facebook. But, like, they, they're in other parts of your life, right? And I think, like the reason like the topic kind of came up for me is because I had a situation with my, I used to call him like my best friend. And that is the situation is very interesting because also like the nature of how like, the, like our friendship was a lot of things 
and also like a lot of non-friendship things at certain points in time but then also the way it happened that's that's not the point of it it's more so like he went into the army so i feel like people who are in this is from my experience with the limited amount of army people i've dealt with but it's still a pool i feel like it's a pool enough to know like sometimes you kind of get stuck in time like when you left or when like you you get stuck in time with what the friendship looked like felt like all of that and then you come back they come back to the friendship and it's like you're not who you used to be and it's like well no because time has changed like and not necessarily that that in itself is the only factor but just like the, the nature of our relationship was very much just like where i am right now like you left you came back even after you came back like we were still friends we still did our we still worked on things but time has changed the roles that we play in each other's life has changed the way i see and view things is really different from the way you see and view things in my opinion if we were to meet each other today i would not be interested in seeking out a friendship with you like i'm not against a friendship naturally happening again if it does but i'm also not like pressed to make it happen and I feel like that's kind of the the struggle that I'm dealing with with that person. But also just in like a very like so to give a completely different scenario. Like I had another person that we went to I went to school with. And like after college, we like recently we were like going out every now and again, checking in on each other, hanging out. And then she just hit me up and she's like, hey, like nothing's wrong. Like nothing happened. I'm just like honestly not that interested in like continuing to like foster a relationship with you right now and I was like I respect it like because it's just where she was didn't feel like it aligned with where I was and what I was doing and I was like okay I mean what you want me to do you know like that that didn't hurt your feelings that didn't hurt I was sick for like a day but then I was also like I get it right because like like I've had people that are like oh I want to be your friend and it's like oh okay like, I'm not against it, but I'm not actively, like, you know. They, so I, they can I got be their like, friend, but you're not going to be their friend. No. Or it's just, like, I'm, like, I'm okay with not having any more friends right now. Oh, like, okay. I don't know. Circle is big enough. Drake said, uh, no new friends. Bro. That's, what, that's, what, that's what they meant. The no first, new friends. The first example you gave, I think, I try to... I find a hard time calling that a legacy friendship because it was wrapped up in more than this, that. But the second example, I can totally see that being like an old legacy friendship there where it's like, we're just not the same people that we were when we were younger. And it's like, yeah, I mean, we cool. Like nothing is wrong with us, but we no we're just not as close anymore. Or like I'm trying to see like what examples I have of like old legacy friendships in my life. I have one. Yeah. Sorry, you go first. No, no, go ahead. Okay, so when I was in um, like all of public school before college, I had one really, 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 really close friend. I had two, actually. And they were like my best friends, like for what a best friend could be to me at the time, because we all know that I uh, only really figured out how to really have friends in college. Like everything before was very much just we're in the same class, so... Let's just do our homework together after school um, and just being forced to be in the same place at the same time. So like naturally a relationship just formed. Um, but because of that, once we went to college, there was like, there was no feeling of a responsibility to upkeep the relationship because 
there never really needed to be beforehand. So it was a big transition. But even in hindsight, like I saw her the other day at a friend's birthday party. I saw one of them. Uh, the other one I haven't seen in eons. Hope she's doing well, though. Um, but the one that I saw, it was like as if nothing changed. Like it almost felt like how you say like like we were stuck in time in a sense, aside from the fact that like we're more mature and like we have different things going on in our lives now. But our relationship was still as good as it could be at face value. Like I think it was just synonymous with what our friendship was when we were friends, just that being in the same space, we have the same kind of interests, we get along well, we have the same kind of humor. So like we kind of picked up where we left off. And I was like, oh my gosh, let's get brunch. And I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. And I think secretly both of us knew we did not ever go get brunch, bro. Like if we see each other, we see each other and it'll be good vibes. But like outside of that, it's that's just what it is. And I call it a legacy because I feel like in some strange way, I still have a like unconditional love for her because from what I understand, like unconditional abuse, like nothing she could really do at this point is really going to change my feelings for her. Like she's always going to be my high school best friend. Like she's always going to have that place. And it's really like, she's not actively in my life. So it's not like she could do something to like make a condition that would like change my mind about her per se, even though it's not an active love. I still think it's like an unconditional placement that she has um, as one of those like past tense friendships. So yeah, sometimes I miss her. But like, I also know that it was a, it was it was good for the season. Like, it just doesn't fit the puzzle right now. But still, a beautiful piece on the wall for all to see. Yeah, I think that makes sense. It does. I have. I think I have a couple of those ones too. Like, yeah, that's cool. Um, for me, I had this one. So when I graduated from high school, I had like four girls that like we really like were very very close hung out all the time whatever and then like as college happened I just grew out of things they were also like very stuck in like a Long Island mentality type and I just didn't you know when you grow you just distance away from people and it's fine but one of the girls made it like a thing consistently to always make it my fault that I wasn't reaching out that I wasn't doing this, that I wasn't like hanging out with her, that I wasn't checking in on her. But it's like, she wasn't doing that either. Granted, I'm not the type of person where it's like, if you don't do it, I'm not doing it. No, I did it multiple times. And it's like the past effort that I did never carried over to the next effort. Like she didn't, she didn't ever like, bro, I just reached out last time and time before and time before, but you're not going to, look at those times and just count this time when I, I'm not reaching out after a while. So it just started to become like tension. And like every time us five would hang out, she'd give me like a cold shoulder and then like pull me to the side and be like, you know, you don't put effort in, like you disappear, you've changed. Like I see you having fun with your friends. Yes. Oh, they love that one. Yes. You'll be it's outside. Like, like you got your new friends now. Like, boo, bad joke. You've changed. Yes, I've changed. Thank you. And like, that's, that's what, that's what happens. That's what's supposed to happen. And I'm sorry, you can't come to the next chapter. So we drifted apart. Like we used to talk about like her coming to my wedding, like me going to her wedding. Like we were supposed to be huh, like this two seconds. And I was done because I was like, I'm not, I'm not tolerating that for myself, but I have another legacy friendship from church and we've known each other since I'm moved here like the first year I moved here 
we don't have to talk every day. We don't have to check in every day. But I know that that girl will always have my back. Yeah. And it's Rian, it's Mima. Mima, I've known since 2008 and 2009. And like, she, we don't have to talk every day. And it's like, as we go into different phases of life, we each adapt to our new personalities. So like, she used to be really quiet. And I used to be like the extroverted, like, lack of a better word, dominant one in the friendship. But now she has more of a voice and I've gotten quieter. And it's like a back and forth push and pull where you're adjusting to your new friendships. That's the only issue I have with certain legacy friendships is that if you, you're not able to like phase into the next growth phase of the person in front of you, we're not going anywhere. We're not because you're stuck. You're stuck with the person that, you know, back then. Mm-hmm. What? Let go of that. <laughs> OK, so to, to go with that and to bring it another way. So like one, like I get what you were saying, Ashley, about like you feel like it's not you. it was harder for you to see that because there was more to that relationship. To be very clear, the more to that relationship ended years before anything else. So it's not like, oh, it, it wasn't like we like like it wasn't like Rianne's example where like y'all stopped seeing each other, stopped talking and then you came back later. Um, so just like to clarify that, but going with what Sarah said about like relationships and going through, like growing through the relationship in different phases. All right. So like, let's take this now. It's not the same definition of legacy friendship, but I guess like this may be another way that I kind of view some friendships, like people who may still actively be in your life, but they're act, but they're not in your life necessarily for what they're giving you right necessarily at this moment. So like, let's see if I can find a way to make this make sense. So, at least for me, a lot of my close friendships, I talk to pretty regularly because that's how I was raised to maintain friendships. Like, I talk to my friends all the time. for Whatever that looks like for our relationship, obviously, like, Sarah, I don't talk to you as much as I talk to Rianne, as much as I talk to Ashley, right? But also, after a while, you'll be like, hold on, I, I don't have no missed WhatsApp call from Danae. It's been a couple months what's happening. So, it's different for every relationship still, right? But... Like, let's say Ashley is my friend from college and we used to talk all the time in college. We took the train home together. We're still cool. Let's say Ashley and I still talk every day, right? But if you took a minute to sit by yourself away from, I, I took a minute to sit by myself away from Ashley and Ashley took a minute to sit by herself away from from Danae and be like, what is this friendship actually doing for you right now except it just being a part of your routine and now choosing how you want to handle that kind of situation? But that's just like habit right like you talk to somebody because it's a habit to talk to them all the time yeah but are we actually benefiting each other in the phases that we're in now wow that was a sound effect might have just yelled at me because i have uh, one person in my life mm. who is mm. <laughs> shut up for um where's it organ where's the shut up sometimes it genuinely feels like comfort out of routine Mm -hmm. rather than an actual friendship and then other times it'd be like no this is like a good friend like this is somebody I want in my life so it's like the toggle between that and then like other times it's like okay I don't I don't really want to speak so I that, that like Comfort friendship is something I've grown to see a lot more in the last three years because I keep putting myself in that situation where it's like we have friendship, we have history, we have 
like you've crossed certain boundaries of like learning me and knowing me like the back of your hand. So it's like, why let go of that friendship? But hold on, I, I'm sorry to cut you off. <laughs> why let go of that friendship? What like it feels <laughs> when it feels good. Go ahead, Ashley. Sarah no. said, "I give up." <laughs> she said, "Forget it." I'm gonna hold. I'm trying to hold it because y'all said. I don't want to cut people off or make faces. So one mic, really one trying. mic. I'm really trying here. One green box at a time. I'm fighting for my life. But the thing that triggered me, what you just said, is like because there's history there. I feel like because there's history there, sometimes it's just not enough. Mm-hmm. It's not enough in a friendship just because we've known each other for X amount of time that we have to be friends. And like falling in, like falling into just a routine friendship is not serving anybody. But at the same time, we talk, we have talked about having people in our lives for different buckets of things that we need, right? So there's a part of me like being of service, and then this doesn't serve me, right? But some, I feel like some friendships you don't. Some friendships you're not in because it serves you and maybe to serve the other person that's in that friendship. And then some friendships you're in because it serves you and it brings more purpose or drive or whatever, comfort, love there. And sometimes it could be the same friendship and it's just different phases of I'm I'm here for you now in this moment and you're here for me now. And sometimes we're just in a space where we're both, both our, our cups are full and we're just in, enjoying each other's company time. But that whole history thing that you just said, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So it used to be, it used to be the history thing, but then like it came down to, I know what I bring into the space. Hmm. Do you bring that same value for lack of a better, not to make it so transactional, but that's genuinely sometimes what it comes down to. So do you bring that same value? And it's like, after certain harsh conversations, then change happens and then I understand but it also like for that specific situation it's like I don't depend on people at all and for that person it was like it was like I want to be the person you depend on and it's like I I, I don't know how to depend on people like that and I don't want to depend on people like that because that's too much trust to put in somebody sorry for trust issues but it's not only trust issues. It's a lot. It's, it's, just, just, it's just life. You <laughs> need to spread out the 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 eggs in the baskets. Right. So it's like, but in like in the last year, I've like leaned into more like, I'm tired. Just listen to me complain. I'm I'm like I need. I'm struggling, and like, they'll help me like walk through a thought process. I'm hungry. Send me food to school. Like. Things like that, and that just, like, to me, makes a difference because it shows that you're showing up for a friend. I didn't include important context in this. Obviously, for a certain reason, because I'm trying to exclude every other piece of evidence important. But, like, that, to me, is what kept the friendship going and what keeps the friendship going in my eyes because now I'm seeing the value that you're bringing a little more. Right, because what I was gonna say to like kind of to agree, like I don't when I say serve, I don't think I mean more like not like necessarily like 
what I can get from this in this specific moment. Because I think even in certain ways, like showing up for people and being of service to others does actually fill a certain part of somebody's heart. Like if that's something you enjoy doing, it does do that. But I think it's more about like when you like take those moments to like kind of look and see like what is the value of this? Like yeah. overall, like not not necessarily like a tit for tat, selfish, because all friendships go through phases and at different points in times, we all need different things. And I think especially like in law school, it kind of shows depending on how you used to have friendships and how like the frequency of friendships used to be, how it changes and how like friendships don't die just because the nature of it changed. Or like at this point in time, I can't be for you what you used, like what I used to and vice versa. But I think like that process of sitting down and figuring out like what is the value of this now? Because for my situation, it was a little bit of everything, right? Like we went through the periods of time where we stopped talking completely and started talking again. We went through the periods of like, even when we're not talking because we have like this legacy friendship, I'll pick up the phone and call you. We went through the periods of time when it's like, like we just on the phone to be on the phone to be on the phone. But then like once all those things start to combine and you sit and you look at it, it's like, we doing all of this? And even when it is legacy, like even when we're on the phone and like it's not serving me in this moment, then you say something, walk, and it's just like, this doesn't align with my value system at this point in my life. I don't know how much, like when it starts to become exhausting for you being in that friendship for an ex- excruciating like period of time, I don't think there's any reason to kind of stay. And I think it's sometimes hard to like go through that process of like, I do love you very much, but like I can't be this for you whatever you need it's like I just I, and I like you know my personality I'm gonna say it like that like I just I don't know how to help you <laughs> because I, I I can love you and still not be with you love, like it's weird. yes love people from afar and but sometimes that's- we have different endurance points so like it's gonna be different for everybody that how much can I like just be there when this is I don't see value in it right now like how much or like what we were talking about in the last like last pod how much can I be there when I don't see value now and how much faith do I have that maybe I'll see value in it later so I won't either burn the bridge or I'll stay here and in in faith that it gets better or this whatever the relationship is becomes something more of value to me in the moment I think that second part that you just said is kind of how I operate. And I don't know if that's the healthiest thing, but it's what works for me right now, especially in the phase of life that I'm in. I have like no mental energy to like deal with kicking somebody out of my life. I don't want that. It's not something I desire. And like, I don't want to keep burning bridges. It's not something I, I like necessarily have to do, but in the same breath, and being in this space and us talking about boundaries, I have a very hard time setting boundaries with people that I've been so comfortable with because it feels like I'm hurting you. Or it feels like, and a lot of people don't take it in that way. They take it as like, oh, you want to take a step back? Like I'm offended type. And I don't like putting people in that position. I don't like placing people in that position, but Again, with that in in that same line, for me, it really depends on the type of role you play in my life. For example, if certain people who have tried to disrespect me before, and I'm still friends with them, 
but they know not to cross that line with me again or else they will be put in that place. But there's people who have like been in my inner inner circle that I just have no boundaries with whatsoever because I've let you into that inner circle. So I have trouble with like people who are extra, extra, extra close with setting boundaries with them because it's like, you're here. I I don't know what, what I got to set boundaries for with like the people that are here compared to here. That makes sense in the circle of friends. But even that here for here is a boundary. Oh, yeah. But it's like, I think it's for certain people that have gone from here to here. I don't know how to set that boundary to push you out. Or for, to make them go from here to here. Yes. But then my question is like, oh. we keep using words like push. I don't, I don't have kick no, out. I don't have no, no healthy word. It feels that's what I'm saying, because I'm, I'm, and maybe this episode is like just a check for us to like figure out and be more intentional about figuring out that process too, right? Because like we keep using words like push, kick, and burn <laughs> to acknowledge our friendship changing, right? Like, and I don't think in all of these situations, it's always, it just I'm kicking you out my life. It's just like, no, we're just moving and drifting and operating in different ways. So why why are we automatically as, associating the I'm I'm trying to figure out how to make a boundary with you, but I don't want to burn the bridge. Like I think I think it's because if you don't operate in the same dynamic that you operate in now, there's no like other way to function. So it's either how we are right now or we just don't speak. I think it's that whole for me, it's that whole thing of that other person might see me maybe stuck in the way that they see me like they still see me as the 20 maybe 2017 Ashley and I'm I'm in 2024 it's not like a new new me new friends type of thing but it's like you see me and I'm not that anymore like I have grown I've evolved I'm getting better in certain things that were weaknesses for me that I identified that I wanted to be better at and the way I might communicate that this is a boundary for me that I don't want to operate in this friendship the same way. You may not take that because you still are stuck in a time period where I'm not living in right now. Or you still view this friendship as something that I don't view it. And that's why I'm setting a boundary to protect me. Because I think because setting boundaries is such a a formal thing. If you're going to express it to somebody instead of just to me, drift grow apart yeah we know you like to ghost yeah you I said know. it in another episode so i'm just making trouble i'm sorry let me get back serious that was like a serious I said, moment. people are stuck in other time zones of you no i agree but i think like i think what were you gonna say tests <laughs> <laughs> What was I gonna say? I had a no, I'm sorry. Oh. Okay, don't don't lose your thought. I'm asking my question and come back though. So what you're saying, Ashley, is because you're concerned that as to the way the other person would take it, you're choosing to just naturally remove yourself as easily as possible. For all intents and purposes. <laughs> okay, now what happens no, if that person like hits you, right? Like let's say I hit you and you actually answer the phone, and now I'm just like, what happened? 
And not yeah. even to know, what? like, oh, you yeah. don't mess with me no more. So, you know what's crazy? And I peeped this a lot of, like, recently a lot of times. A lot of people just say life, bro. How's things been? Your life is life in. But that's a and real that's why you haven't heard from me. I've that's been a, doing my life. That's a real answer. And they've been doing their life. Is that a real answer, though, for a friend that you legitimately, like, cared about at one point in time? Like, I feel like the life is lifing, bro, is like, it's like, that's the answer you see when you see the the person at the party and you're like, bro, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Uno por favor. I'm going to shut up. Wait, hold on. Are we still talking about legacy friendships? Are we still talking about friendships that we no longer find value in that are active? I, it could be either. I, the, we're talking about boundaries, right? It's just that's where the conversation started in my brain because it was a legacy friendship for me. Because for me, legacy friendships become legacy because time time has put us apart. Time and space has put us apart. So this it don't matter which one. That me that for me, yeah, we drifted. If I see you, it's gonna be all love. Like what Rian said, no love lost. Like we can, we're gonna reconnect and laugh the same that we way we laughed before. Like. Even more now because we still have to catch up. We always we have to do like a sit down catch up. So how's life been? And it's just like, oh my God, this. Oh, I remember you wanted to do this. Are you in doing that yet? Yes, I've did that. Oh, what happened to this? Oh, what happened to so so? Oh yeah, we broke up with it. Let me tell you a funny story, girl. This and this happened. Really like that. That's easy. We're like not that. talking about those. We're talking about the hard ones. We're oh, talking about the things that hurt. That's the thing. <laughs> that's, not, that's the thing. I I was trying. I was really trying to go into my brain and find find a friend but for me i don't have any hurtful legacy friendships the legacy friendships i see in my mind is that's what i'm saying you don't have to take it as a legacy friendship so i'm just saying like what you are doing at right now like setting a boundary in an active friendship is that setting a boundary in an active friendship as you continue to grow and change Um, right like Hey honeys, thanks for tuning in. This is part one of this week's episode. Please sure to listen back to part two coming out next week.